All right, welcome to episode 63 of the Groundhouse Podcast. I'm your host, Edwin Cabrera, aka Steady Eddie. Across the screen from me is my homie, one of my day ones, uh, John Lee, aka JDM John. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? John, John Lee here, back for another episode. Excited to get started on this one. Yeah, definitely. We have a lot to talk about. So Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the other screen, we have my man over here, Crita, aka, well, Crita. uh what's up guys just real quick uh before we get the episode uh please like and subscribe to our youtube channel it helps us out a lot uh comment uh tell your friends about us also we have some merch for sale at grindhouse.store all right let's get in today's episode all right all right what do we got all right so let's just jump right into it uh so let's talk about uh versus uh being acquired by triller A couple takeaways here. Uh, Versus will be streamed on Instagram and now Triller. Uh, Every artist who did a Versus is now a shareholder in Triller uh, Versus. So let's discuss. That's fucking beautiful. I think it's dope. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's dope. So, um, yeah, I think uh, think Triller, like, they're – they're doing a lot. Um, obviously, they're they're starting to get into the pay per view type stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I think this was a good move for them. So, <clears throat> what are your thoughts, Edwin? Uh, Triller is doing the damn thing. I'm wondering where the hell they're gonna they're going. That's what I'm wondering. Like, I I, I think since the Logan Paul was it Floyd Mayweather. Um, is that what the fight was? I don't remember the mm. exact fight. Or and then that Nate Robinson and uh and Jake Nate Robinson Paul, and Jake. Nate, yeah. Uh, that like ever since then I was like, oh, they might have something here because this actually kind of went viral. People actually talked about it, and it was how people paid money for it too. And people paid money for it, pretty successful. And then they had Mike Tyson, um, and Roy Jones Jr. Right, and uh, yeah. that was pretty hyped up as well. People, you know, like people talked about that. Um, and now they got the verses. So they're, I think they're kind of steering in the right directions. I wonder, is it leading to like some sort of a cha- like, is a channel going to be like a trailer channel? Is it just going to? That's what I feel like. Positions, you know? Yeah, no, I, f- I feel like they're going to become a network. Um, this is their way of like, like getting content, um, you know, going with like things that, that people want to see, you know, people, the verses super popular. You know, obviously the the celebrity boxing is popular. So, I mean, yeah, I I just think they're they're going with like what's the most popular thing, and then going with that and building off of those things. I yeah. think just to answer my own question, maybe <laughs> they're doing like they're gonna be doing because I don't I don't have Triller. I think I had it at one point, and I don't. It's like TikTok, right? Or at, at, when I was using it, it was kind of like TikTok. Yeah. But like, maybe they're looking to be the Netflix like a you know paid service for our online curated online content like you know those like jake paul and you know random washed up boxer fights and stuff like that like though that type of content or the verses like that type of content i think they're going to try to put on the behind a paywall and make it like netflixified where it's like 9.99 a month for all this like premium online content Mm -hmm. yeah definitely no, I think I think Triller is, um, you know, kind of cultivating that whole section of all these different things that, um, like, I feel like, uh, you know, like hip hop is like it's very, um, um, I don't know, I guess like it's it's competitive in nature, right? 
so like any even in music like it's kind of cool to pair off like you know similar sounds of music and stuff to see who had the most hits and shit so i guess like buying um you know verses makes sense um and all these other boxing matches do like who really wanted to see some of these matches i mean like obviously a lot of people want to see it but it's more of like that shit sounds like some, uh, you know, you're kicking it with your homies and talking about like theoretical fights that aren't supposed to happen, and then they actually happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think one thing too is that you know I think what they're doing obviously they the boxing thing is like was a big internet it's internet famous people. Uh, same, you know, the verses was big on Instagram, so mm-hmm. I I feel like what they're trying to do is create like the new like structure of like what a network is now and it lives on the internet um so yeah i just think it's it's sort of like their way of like being a internet network um so yeah i'm definitely curious of what they're gonna do next yeah i don't care what they do i want that shit to just finally be high quality not like recorded off of instagram yeah man like for real hell yeah yeah they got a my, yeah, but my favorite yeah. verses was that uh, was that uh, Fab and Jadakiss. Man, if that was like HD quality, woo! yeah. I still think the 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 Gucci and Jeezy was was a uh, A plus in terms. That of, was yeah, it was good. Like the dramatics, I was I like, thought, yeah. Even the awkwardness, I was I was here for it. Like. It was uh, and yeah, it was good. I thought I thought that was the end of verses. Honestly, I thought that shit was gonna end in like fucking shootout. A live club. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Like honestly, the, a part of me watched for just in case that did happen. That was a part of. <laughs> yeah. Ed was rooting that shit on. He's like, "Yo, play Not that." On. I was like, <laughs> when you get yo, the history behind like what happened there. That's not just like, oh, he like, you know, fuck my bitch or whatever. Like, that's not, that's like, like people died, you know, people died, people got set up. And like, that's not something that you could, I think, easily get past in general. When somebody dies over some, like that uh, was, I don't want to get into the specifics of the situation, but it seemed like heavy shit happened there. I, for me to understand that if these two dudes never wanted to speak to each other, if it's on site, it's on site. Like I understand it, and they were able to somewhat squash the beef and walk out together without anybody getting injured or hurt or, or a fight. That's kind of dope. I think that was kind of that was better than actually seeing a shootout. The fact have like shit, you know, and uh, and still be uh, contained enough to not do anything irrational, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Gucci. The growth of Gucci, I think, you know, because Jeezy, I always kind of think like, feel like he is somewhat level headed for the most part, especially as like a, you know, a street guy. Gucci was always kind of like that guy that you didn't do, you know, so like, I think that it shows more growth on his part, I think, for that to stay as amicable as it did. As amicable as it did. I mean, I'm still surprised that it happened, you know, like that, like versus actually took place. Um, but yeah. Good shit though. Congratulations, artists that got paid. Um, yeah. That's how you do it. Did an amazing deal, Tim and, uh, and Swiss. Because if yeah. you get including the artists in it, that's that's dope. I love that. Dude, the fact that they were pushing that everybody who was involved, like that, helped build that 
structure is now a shareholder. It, that's like some major milestone. Like I think that we need to hear more about that type of shit. The artist and the community does so much for everything that they should be owning more stuff. I honestly do feel Definitely. like it's spoken into existence because pe people are talking about it more. People are talking about equity more. People are talking about your fair share and 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 being and not just like a crabs in the barrel mentality, but we got to do each other like like you know and i i think that kind of philosophy the the more people talk about it the more you speak it into existence and i feel like you know that's where you get all these like you know jay-z doing these big deals and 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 like you know the the but i think later with the title deal like still like making sure that artists are getting paid or artists are getting some sort of equity and some sort of thing so um mm -hmm. i love it i love to see it all right. Well, you brought up financial stuff, and this is a good segue into our next topic. Uh, so Square uh, bought majority uh, ownership and title. Uh, so they spent a uh, whole $297 million in the deal. Uh, in turns, uh, Jay-Z will be given a seat on the board of directors at Square. Uh, obviously, for people that don't know what Square is, uh, Square is a credit card processing company uh they process payments and they also own cash app uh so yeah uh what do you guys think they're also the structure of my website i'm pretty sure but um <clears throat> anyway <laughs> uh yeah dude that that right there so what do you think jay is going to do as a director Let, let's let's try to figure like if you're looking at a chessboard right what y'all think this means by having jay-z as a board director is on square What's, what's that going to do for us? So I, I, for what I think is, is essentially like the, the financial part of like the music industry is so archaic. It's like, it's like paper statements. It's like, it's just, it's insane. And so I think basically what they'll do is hopefully, you know, they'll make like some, maybe some software or some sort of infrastructure for artists to, you know, have some transparency and like what their expenses are and all this shit. Um, so I would love to see that, you know, using something like square uh, for artists. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I hate to get like, put my like crypto tinfoil hat on here, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Uh, do it up. So I think, so I feel like I've heard a few things here and there about Jay-Z and the kind of like the next frontier, the next big thing or whatever. Like, I, I think I heard Joe Budden talking about this on his podcast, like when he was asking Jay-Z for some advice and kind of Jay-Z alluded to this, didn't say it outright, but kind of alluded to this. Um, and if you follow Square, Square is owned by Jack Dorsey, right? Yeah, who owns Twitter, well, I believe, founder or Twitter. founded Twitter. What is in Jack Dorsey's bio? One word, Bitcoin. That's that's mm. that's the only word in his bio. Interesting. Um, okay. And Jay Z's usually Jay Z's a lot more mum about his business dealings until the thing is official and you can come up, you know, make a press release about it. He likes to control his own narrative, so he's not. I don't think Jay Z's usually want to come out ahead and say, "I'm this is me that this is what I'm doing." Until like he gets to control the narrative of what that is. Um, I think that. Both Jack being a Bitcoin, Bit, uh, Bitcoin uh, fanboy, and I think Jay Z obviously being a smart entrepreneur and knowing, trying to figure out where the landscape is going to be. I think 
you're right, Krita. What you're saying is completely correct. And I think uh, just to add to it, what's going to happen, I think, between Square, because mind you, Square, you can buy crypto on Square. You can buy stocks on, on, on I'm sorry, not on Square, Cash App. Cash yeah. App. You yeah. can buy crypto on Cash App. You can buy Doge, Bitcoin, stock, you, yeah. uh, Ethereum, I believe. You can buy stocks. So they already have those functionality. And as, as we all been talking, I mean, not as we've all been talking about, but as people have been talking about when it comes to the stimulus, the counter argument against the stimulus is inflation. Inflation seems to be the biggest counter argument against, you know, just printing money and fucking giving people money left and right is, well, you got to account for inflation. Like, what's that going to do to the American dollar? True. And that's why a lot of people are looking at other assets to, to you know, take and hold that outside of the of the dollar because they're, they feel like the inflation, once it hits, it's going to really kind of reduce the value of the American dollar. So I feel like that's where uh, a lot of people tend to move, especially the Bitcoin people. Um, Cash App already having that functionality, Jay-Z being on that board and understanding music and where that's going. And as we've talked about, I don't want to get into the whole blockchain thing too much this week, but as we've talked about in the past with blockchain and what that could do for music, I think that's where Jay-Z comes in. I think that's where Cash App and Jack Dorsey and Square comes in. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's where that, uh, what you were explaining, I think that's what ties it all together. Um, is, yeah, is into that, definitely. That, I mean, and obviously, like Square, they also have like all these like point of sale like sort of software. So like, you know, just even think about like you know like merch for artists and making that like super simple for them to sell their merch and and things like that. So, you know, it, honestly, possibilities are endless. I think with this deal, so you know, I think it was a a good move. Look, I'm going to point back to our previous conversation about NFTs. All right. Second, I saw this and I saw this move. I was like, this is a chess piece moving in that direction. We're talking about auto payments now. We're talking about getting into the 21st century, right? The one way you could make sure that the money mix gets it to the artist is by having your own way of handling it. This is basically like Jay-Z and that board of directors having their own bank. You know, like we don't have to go through PayPal anymore. We don't have to do all this other stuff to get you your statements and your money. Like imagine like you buy something off of Apple Music and then all of a sudden the artist sees like that 75 cent like right there. You know what I mean? Like your money just keeps coming through. There's no more, like you said, like there's no more, uh, what is that? You said a, a suit and tie at the end of the table looking at your finances, you know, like these squares and app that already has it set up. And that's that's where I personally saw it. So building off both what you guys said uh, i'm on the same boat but it's pretty exciting to see yeah i guess it's a wait wait to see what happens but i mean i feel like that's the most logical clear picture that i have um of, of what that future may look like but congrats to, to jay-z and, and title and all, again just bringing it back to the swiss and tim deal with versus like you know i, I believe i forgot and i don't know if you have the information upgraded but like i believe the artists who have a, a equity in title retain or 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 yeah they kept their their shares i believe yeah so it's not like he fucking sold the whole company out and and screwed them over somehow like yeah you know i think some people were i think academics um i heard him you know saying a lot of shit about like being used being a bait and switch black business owner where he'll like say like this is black owned this is for us by us and then like flip the business once he like you know raises the value of the company to his liking he flips it to a white man you know whatever I don't listen I, at the end of the day. I think Jay-Z is a businessman. He's a black man, but I think he's also a businessman and he, he deals in both. I think he always is 
But all those things is always into a consider into consideration. I don't think he cares that Jack Dorsey is a white man. I, I think that he cares more about is he a good businessman? Um, yeah. And will this be good for everybody involved? And I feel like I don't know. I may be just a fanboy, but I, I think Jay Z like he he accounts for that. I believe you know. Yeah, I, and I I mean, it, and the fact that you know Jay Z he's on the board of of Square now, so I feel like it's a lot more even keeled that deal. It's not as like like yes, Square bought the majority of of title but like obviously jay-z gets a piece from from square so a company that he didn't start or build so you know yeah that that academic thing i mean i don't know anything about it but like that, that annoys me to hear because i hate it when people are like yo this person isn't doing the right thing and like oh once they got to the top they changed up i'm like dude there's so much red tape when you're up there that like at least there's one person that's looking out for you like that like 10 percent or even one percent of the 99 is way more than the zero percent of us sitting around doing nothing yeah. you know what i mean like at least one of us is up there and now the next time is going to be two of us it's three you know what i mean like it, it, it could change it a little by little i mean the world is the world ain't going to change by just one motion you know like it, it takes a lot to finally get there and i think this is all good good steps so. word um, all right, so let's move on from this. Let's let's talk about. So um, last night the Grammys were on. Um, I watched it. Uh, I felt it like it was very lackluster. Um, honestly, it was the same nom- nominees throughout the whole night, and yeah, found it to be incredibly boring. Um, but I do want to talk about the voting process and talk about. Um, you know, how do you become a member in order to, to vote? Um, so I'm just going to break that down and then we can kind of talk about, you know, what everyone's feeling. Um, so the voting is open to 350 members. Uh, those members vote and those votes are calculated by an outside accounting firm and then delivered um, at Grammy night. Um, and how do you become a member? You essentially... The process of becoming a member is you get two industry, two music industry uh, recommendations. And then it's like applying for college, you need two letters. Exactly. Exactly that. Uh, (laughs) So um, those are then, you know, peer reviewed your application. um, And that's pretty much it. Um, But we also we don't know who these people are that are members. Um, It's it's very odd it's it's yeah again it's we don't know who these people are or or how they got there um know those things that should be transparent exactly Mm -hmm. and so that is definitely my frustration with the grammy stuff because i i don't necessarily need to know their names but like let's like get some data let's get some know where they live diverse i need to know if they have children yes i need to know where their grandma lives i need to make sure that they're not gonna fuck up my what i think is the rap album what what is what yeah uh but no but also no better not fuck this up yeah uh yeah ed just outside their house like don't fuck this up Send um, a picture of their grandma sleeping. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, oh man, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely sus. A little sus about the whole process and and who's in it and who's not. So, man, 
the Grammys is all some clown shit. I don't even know why we even fucking pay attention to this shit. Like, if we wanted to see Beyonce and fucking Taylor Swift and all them, like, win awards, like, just turn on the radio and listen to that shit. You probably figure out who's going to get a Grammy. You know, there was no, like... Like, I was like, yo, where was the streets consulted about this? Like, dude, where, where was Roddy Rich at? Was he there? He was yeah, there. He performed. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I'm just saying, like, anytime like, I think he, he got, won like, some uh, stuff, too. Yeah, I think he won an award also. Uh, I'm looking it up okay. now. Um, right. well, clearly. And, and the, I mean, the fact that Nas won his, like, first Grammy ever. <laughs> that, is, yeah. Like, fucking, that tells you That's a lot. That's insane. That's that tells insane. you a lot, you know? Um, that, that's definitely a my, I know. If, I mean, King's Disease. I think it was an amazing album. I do think it was a great album, and I do think it should have been nominated for album of the year. I'm not taking that away from Nas at all. And I, I think I don't mind that. That's a great. That's great. Um, but like y'all, it was for me. I think it was also clearly like we missed the mark on your whole career. <laughs> like yeah, and now we're trying to make up for finally. It. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a fucking joke. Like, are you kidding me? Like the, he he made one of the like best hip hop albums ever. Yeah. You know, and like we'll still talk about to this day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He made a it's classic a foundation album. of hip hop. Literally. I don't think there's one person that hasn't referenced it as like a, a motivation for their work. In you past could, yeah. You could say the same thing about Kendrick, though. Good Kid, Matt City didn't get nominated and then they gave it to him for damn like they yeah. they missed the mark constantly. That's why I think trans. All kidding aside, like I, I don't actually need to know, obviously, like where the grandma lives or anything like that. But like, it's good to have some transparency because we. I want to be able to know what their backgrounds are and why they even they should be even voting. Like, what what is their resume like? I need to know what their their uh, like uh, di- like the vi- diversity is. Like, like is it all people who listen to mostly this type of music? Is it all? white people is it all i need to know what well, i think so the they, they have the genres like in basically each committee is like a genre but then obviously on on certain like uh nominations are like a general nomination so like everybody gets to vote for it but like for like best hip-hop album it's like the people that are like experts in hip-hop get to vote on that but we don't get to know who the experts are, right? Exactly. And then, and I think that's the issue. It's just like who do they work for? And like what what are their titles? Is it a finance guy at fucking Epic Records? Like what does that right. guy know about hip hop? That's what I like that's what we need to know. Is like are are these people being like properly vetted in like like yeah, it's just again, I don't need to know their name, but like just what they do and like I, what I, their I, accolades are. I think that's why people like head scratchers win Grammy sometimes where you're just like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that person won. And I you just, I, and, then, and then and vice versa. I think that's why also the same people win all the time. I don't want right. to name names, Taylor Swift, but like, I think that's why, you know, those things happen is because yeah. there's people in that room that really shouldn't really be in that room when you really talk about the art of it, because they're more on the business side, I feel like. And, and having that transparency allows us to be able to see that a little bit more clearly. Definitely. And I mean, that's it's the music business, right? Sorry, Chris. Um, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, it's like the it's the music business, right? So when I was like thinking about it more, like, cause, like I don't know shit about the Grammys, but I just know that there's a lot of people who are always upset anytime like we see like certain things. That to me just means that like yo, they're out of touch. So it's like it's it's a popularity contest of the popularity contest. You know what I mean? It's like, let's celebrate ourselves. You know, like I was listening to some of the awards, like acceptance speeches, and it's kind of weird to shout out your record label. 
in my opinion. It's like, I think that's like, you know. Well, I'm sure a lot of those label people are on those, like, voting committees. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's like, it's like shouting out your parents for saying that, like, you know, like, you're a good kid. And you're just like, (laughs) 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 well, (laughs) because that's a super biased opinion of that, you know. Yeah. Um. You know, that, that that was my takeaway the the, the Grammys. Uh, I I don't know. I, I didn't understand how they actually voted. Like you said, Edwin, we don't even know who these people are on the board really and what their background is. And on top of that, I just got really tired of seeing the same like seven songs nominated. The same nominations, every... like yeah, that's stupid. Like mm-hmm. that's not entertaining. You're not like seeing like. There's just so many other albums and so many different artists, so many different, like just everything across the board that that should have been, like, nominated and literally just like nothing, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's insane. Yeah, so I had a very boring time watching watching that. Uh, you didn't enjoy you didn't enjoy any of the performance. Um, I didn't mind them, but like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I gotta give a shout out to Doja Cat. Um, I think that she bodied her performance. I actually really liked her performance. Um, that girl can move. She can rap. She can sing. She can dance. Um, she did it all, man. I really liked her performance. I also liked R- Lil Baby's performance. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. He did That's the good. um. He he did the um. Uh, I forgot what the song was called, but the protest song that he made. And um, then he fused that with with um, um, Killer Mike's Killer song Mike, yeah. with uh, with uh, um, Run the Jewels, and he, they 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 like uh, I forgot what song that was. I'm sorry, I'm butchering that. But like they like made like a, a performance where it was like oh pro like they made the stage like a street or whatever visual pro- projection map thing they had. It made it look like a street. There were like cops. He was performing. It was dope. It was really really dope. It reminded me of almost like the Kendrick performance of a few years ago where it's like it's so powerful like obviously the song is very powerful but also the performance they really kind of took that into account also um I'll I'll show you guys some of it um are we allowed to play some of it or do you think they'll take it down if I do it Krita Mm, I'm not sure they probably will (laughs) um because those algorithms are I'm gonna share real quick we might have to edit down I guess we'll find that out later but this is I'm just I'm tell you a, a quick minute of the the performance here we need allies we need accomplices it's bigger than black and white this is not a trend this is our plight until freedom until freedom every video and see all my countries i got power now i gotta say something corrupt it probably been a problem where i'm from but i'd be lying if i said it was i don't do this for the trend i ain't following them altercation with the law had a lot people speaking for the people i'm proud of them stick together we can get it up out of them i can't lie like i'm a rapper by killing it though but i'm telling my youngest to vote i did what i did because i didn't have no choice and no hope i was forced to jump in it though it's all that we know but it's time for a change no more for this girl but gang ain't taking it over let's go for them changes gotta say so if you one of them names and you sit down house and couch and watch it on tv the most you hear is a twitter rat called it a tragedy but truly the travesty you've been robbed of your empathy replaced with apathy i I wish I could magically That's what was the future So then you can face it And see how messed up it'll be He gradually told me A couple of secrets Before he lay down in his grave All of us serve the same masters All of us nothing but slaves And never forgetting The story of Jesus The hero was killed by the state It's bigger than black and white It's a problem with the whole way of life It can't change overnight 
All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the performance. What do you guys think? That was dope. Um yeah, I love that, you know, Killer Mike was in there. Um well, yeah. Uh, Killer Mike's album, uh Run the Jewels album, did did that come out last like, year? Last year? Yep. I feel like that should have been nominated. Unless they like missed the mark. Uh yeah, I didn't see I was I have the list here. I didn't see Run the Jewels at all nominated. So I think you're right. They um if they got nominated, I didn't see them anywhere, which is surprising. Um but um I think that they bodied that. I think that was my favorite performance. I think Doja Cat though also did her thing. Uh <laughs> there's there is one performance that kind of like had me kind of scratching my head a little bit. Not that it was bad per se, but it was lackluster. And that was uh Dua Lipa and the baby i don't know did you, you guys did you guys remember it, seeing that yeah i felt i felt it was like kind of like confusing a, a little bit i actually like like i didn't know like who that person was until that performance yeah. um but yeah i don't know i thought it was it it didn't it, it, it's felt weird to me because they did the whole projection mapping thing so her background looked great whatever like that the problem is she stood there the whole time and she kind of like tried to did the sexy movement but she didn't dance at all she didn't move in which was in stark contrast to like doja cat's performance where doja's rapping she's singing she's dancing she's doing these crazy moves she's in the cat outfit then she switches to like the sexy like short dress thing like she's doing it all and in the dua lipa performance it was the complete opposite she's standing still almost stiff doing a few dances, maybe a little sexy look here and there, and is just singing. And then the baby comes on. The baby moves around the stage way more than she does. He's actually moving around, interacting with dancers. And the whole thing kind of just felt like, wow, like you can see a stark contrast between like what Doja Cat does and what Dua Lipa does. And uh, I'm like, you, Krita, I don't know Dua Lipa too much, but like that, because that performance was so like, I mean, honestly, like way whack compared to what Doja Cat brought and even what like Lil Baby brought, like those performances were great. I was like, I looked at it, I was like, uh, like, you know, uh, Dua Lipa, like I, I read the comment section and I was like, like looking at the YouTube comment section and people were like, this is actually like way better than what she, <laughs> what she typically is. Like this is, she's actually improved. And I was like, improved? Like I'm over here <laughs> trying to find comments of how whack she was. What do you mean she improved? And it, it pretty much sent me down this YouTube rabbit hole of Dua Lipa dance moves. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to watch a little bit of this. But you had it yeah, open. I mean, let's, it, let's yeah, you it. got it up. Like just you play it. All right. All right. So, uh, First of all, shout outs to Ruby Abrahams. Go go uh go submit go to subscribe to his page because this is where I'm getting this uh this uh highlight video from. But uh check this out, check this out. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. That's like me trying to dance. Look at this, look at this. The cringe, man, <laughs> on that shit. Oh, man. 
Oh All my right. God. Yeah, so I found out something I didn't know before, which is uh, Dua Lipa is hot as hell, but homegirl can't dance to save her life. And so uh, in lieu of hiring a, an actual, like, you know, good choreographer this time around, they just told her to stand up there and, and uh, sing your heart out. Nah, I, I could tell. There you go. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about um, the weekend protesting the Grammys it, it, to the point where he doesn't want his label submitting his albums to the Grammys. So I think that, he's what hurt. I think so too, but I also think like, obviously, you know, the, the transparency thing is, is big. Um, yeah. As it, I'm sure he's won Grammys before, right? In the past. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'll look that up in a sec. Um, I, I feel like, I'm de- like artists have protested the Grammys before. I think it's better slash cooler when artists don't give a shit personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, when you come out and you say like I'm protesting the Grammys, that just sounds to me like you're butthurt over an institution that you know isn't for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, the, the weekend is pop and he should be nominated, but you like we've we just had a whole conversation about it you like i don't know who the the grammys represents because oftentimes the winners don't represent my personal taste in music and yeah. like especially when it comes to the hip-hop i can't speak for all categories because i don't listen to all categories but if i feel that way about hip-hop i'm sure you know others may feel that way about their category that they're looking for so um like i i just i don't know like I get it. I, I would be mad too if I'm like actually like rooting for getting a, getting a Grammy. But at this point, you the weekend should know that the game is way is rigged and like n- shouldn't be given a fuck all, all that much because at the end of the day, it's a, like a political game um, as opposed to being all butter like he is. I, I'm sorry. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. Yeah, but I mean, what do you actually get out of protesting the Grammys versus? Like Especially like, he's well, like a superstar, so it's like that's sort of your field, like to be on the Grammys is like mm-hmm. he can definitely do it because he's, you know, he's got he's on the Billboard charts and you know he's got the fans and shit. So I mean, you yeah, you didn't get on this year's, but maybe you might get on next year. Like right. I don't think uh, you know fully protesting is uh is the way, but. They're not losing sleep over him not being there. Um, I don't think so, at least. Is that two Toronto artists who are protesting the Grammys? Isn't Drake protesting the Grammys? I don't. Well, I don't think Drake is like protesting more so. Like he just doesn't go to the Grammys. Oh, okay. Like, I think he still he'll still win a Grammy because he gets submitted. Um, yeah. but where the weekend is like, no, I don't want my label gotcha. submitting my my albums. There's a few other artists that, that have come out and said that. I think Lil Wayne said something recently, like, fuck the Grammys. Um, there's some there's some people who are butthurt because they should have won. I, I yeah. completely understand why they're butthurt because they should have won. I, I, me personally, though, I'll say this about The Weeknd's latest album. I think it's a pretty good album. I don't know if it's like a uh, – it should have been nominated, I think, probably for something. Although I can tell you that about a bunch of other records that I listened to that I really like that weren't nominated. He's one of many. I don't personally think, like – Maybe that single, maybe the, the the Save the Tears, like single, maybe that would have won something, could have won like Record of the Year, something like that. But I don't think it was like his best work, personally. Like I don't know, I don't think it was my 
my favorite, you know, uh, the weekend stuff personally. Uh, but it was it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, whatever. I guess I guess to each their own. And if he thinks he deserved a Grammy or at least a nomination, like I feel I feel him for it. But you know, you know what it is, man. This shit ain't for you, son. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough Grammy talk. Unless you guys got one other one things last that thing. You I do have one say. last thing. I think you guys saw that there. I don't, I apparently okay. So in truth be told, I didn't watch the Grammys at all last night. I just kind of like looked at the highlights and tried to find the most interesting tidbits. Um, did you guys catch any of Bill Burr's thing? Because Bill Burr was hosting the pre-show. No, I actually did not know that. I, I didn't watch the pre-show. <laughs> all right, and again, credit, I would have watched it if I knew. Again, if we have to cut this out of the pod because of copyright, like you can whatever, do whatever with that. But like, let me just pl- this was actually gold. I it was a kind of a train wreck, to be honest with you. I don't know why they decided Bill Burr was the guy to do this, but they did. And uh, it came. The results were as expected. Uh, if you know Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, let me pull that up. <laughs> well, they couldn't get Kevin Hart this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Thank you, Igor, for that sublime performance. I feel like I'm in a virtual heaven. <laughs> and now let's mingle and jingle with the stand-up comedian who taught us on Netflix that F is for family. <laughs> He's nominated for his first Grammy this year in the best comedy album category. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Bill Bill Burr. <laughs> Real quick, she wait, she did way too much. Like yeah, that was cringy. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Way to be everything, but like, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, thank you, Janae. I mean, Janae's she's hot without having to try. That for me was like cringy. I was like, I was like, what is it? What are you doing there? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, the, the anyway. Bill Burr thing at the oh, end yeah. there was rough. Yeah. Burr. Yeah. Like, that was, that what was, really was that? That was yeah, painful. Yeah. Was I the only one who wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bought a suit for this. I thought I was going to be on TV. I'm such a moron. I am losing so much money right now. All right. Shout out to all the rock stars that I wanted to meet tonight who are watching at home instead. I'm talking to you, Don Dawkin. All right. What? I'm old. That was my first concert. All right. Here are the next categories. Up for bits. Uh, for best Latin rock. Conducting the Los Angeles Philharmonic, I'll be accepting the Grammy on those two. There's one more. All right, and the Grammy goes to Frederick Ballantyne. Uh, seven, nine. And the Grammy goes to, hey, how you doing? All right, the Grammy goes to contemporary no. For best classical instrumental solo performance, we're struggling. His delivery, here. his delivery is like expecting a and laugh track to show up, but it's fucking great. Richard O'Neill yeah. and David Allen no Miller. Audience, yeah. <laughs> For best classical right, solo. Hold on, no, this is it. All right. 
right. Hey, how many uh, feminists are like going nuts? So how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? Uh, and the Grammy goes to Nish. Hey, Nishay. Yo, hold on. Why That's is funny. there a tropical Latin album like section? That that should be screamed. Honestly, like, the Grammys run all day. Yeah, actually. The, like so like what we see is like the basically the super mainstream stuff but then they also have like a ton of like metal and like yeah. like mm-hmm. producers like I, I i want them to like sort of sprinkle that into the main event like i think that's the yeah. problem you're getting too much of the same shit mm-hmm. um but yeah the grammys like it's an all day sort of thing they have like super obscure genre stuff that they that they do yeah they, they need to start having new like sections like best song that references a gun you know <laughs> See, that would be we need to update award show to have that level of like thoughtfulness like in their like nominations like Word. there's a lot of songs with that you know with raps about guns but which one is the best of the year <laughs> you know like <laughs> <laughs> which one like it's like they should have like a best song to like you know work out to or something best song that makes you want to go out and rob somebody you know <laughs> best song that <laughs> best song that makes you want to call up your ex like this is crazy genre <laughs> you might be onto something Y'all need to have me on that board, son. My resume oh. looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you should apply. Find some industry people to, you to write your recommendations. Yeah, you can use me and credit for the letter recommendation. Or, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be able to, um, you know, like, uh, like if we ever do accept an award for some bullshit, I was laughing about this yesterday, thinking about, like, if this podcast ever took off by accident, like what kind of it would be by accident? It would not be. By accident. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Got about goddamn time. We've only made like sixty of these joints. You no, know? that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like our responses would be all wildly different. Like you, like Chris and you, would just be like, uh, yeah, like we were just kind of fucking around. Edward would just be like, yo, we been known we was supposed to be <laughs> mad confident and shit. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> yeah no, that would be a, a good time all right are we off grammys are we good everyone yeah, get can. everything off I their chest off. i got my all shit right. off the grammys son <laughs> <laughs> well now we're, well now you're not going to get on the committee now saying shit like that um all right let's uh let's talk about albums so uh, got a, a few albums to talk about uh, let's talk about uh, there was an album that uh, Wes Taylor sent to you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, so I'm probably going to butcher the name. Uh, I think it's Masai. Masai. Yeah. Yeah. Masai. Yeah. Why people can never pronounce ethnic names. Like what's wrong with you? Yo, for real. It happens. Like, I, I just, I, I just suck at speaking in general. So like, that was know? pretty much the the reason I was uh, skipping around in the clip of Bill Burr, because that was pretty much half his act is like butchering like Spanish people's names. 
<laughs> like and like it was kind of funny at first, but after a while, I was like, "All right, come on, man!" Like, didn't you do any? Well, like, yeah, like, he's probably doing it. Like, you know, like you should have like done this pre-show. Like, you're you're announcing yeah. Spanish names all night. You might you might as well take a gander. Might want to practice show. that before you. you. Might want to practice a little bit. But anyway, can continue on butchering this guy's name. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> Edward, yo, Edward was tight about that. <laughs> yeah, damn. All right, like I can't even say like normal you. words. How am I gonna like say this word? Like, you know what I mean? Um, all right. So the album was a, a cassette playlist, um, four songs. Um, I liked it. Um, you know, I feel like it's it's definitely something that you know you want to like put on while you're driving around and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was pretty short, so there's not too much to talk about. But um, you know, the production, the beats were dope. Um, I really like that song, uh, "Great Escape" with uh, Dutch Casey. So. Yeah, I- I'll say, you know, I don't have too much to say just because the records there's like four songs, four uh, pretty good songs on it. Um, you know, I don't know too much about this individual, but I know that um, he has some sort of affiliation with West. I, I love, you know. By the way, for people listening who are artists out there, send us your shit. We're always looking to listen to stuff. If we really like it, we'll put it on the pod. We really like this. This I think this is really good. We haven't. I feel like there's been kind of a low lately. As you know, we're going to talk about a couple other releases that um, came out that I'm excited to talk about. But like, there hasn't been too much coming out in terms of music, and I feel like this is a really good like um, you know independent artists, you know smaller artists who I think made a. a pretty good ep of, of songs to listen to so all i'll say is you know came up pretty dope listen to it um this dude's kind of uh uh kind of has like a you know that not not, that, not i don't even know if he has like a west coast vibe. i don't know what kind of vibe he has he's kind of just mellow mellow yeah. rap man i fuck with it like kind of lo-fi-ish yeah. in a way like yeah yeah, yeah. tempo I- it was good stuff. I mean, like you hit it right on the head, Chris. It was like it's music that did really well playing in the background because, like, I was doing work while listening to him. Um, two things I took away: there's another rapper named Masai. Um, so you gotta make sure you add on that nine double o five six when you're looking at him on Spotify, just to make sure we're not shouting out the wrong person. <laughs> and then it'll be in the description uh, for word. And then um, yeah, I, I I fucked with it. It was it was good, just laid back vibes, like y'all said. And um, I like that song, uh, "Push My Buttons." You know that came up a lot. It stood out. Um, so it was, it was a good it was a good recommendation there. And I like the name of it, cassette playlist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew he knew what the sound was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that, that, that's the feel I got. Like you know the mellow raps. Um, you know listen put that shit in the background or, or put that shit on when you're like kind of laying down relaxing it's kind of the vibe i got i, I love stuff like that man honestly yeah. like I'm, I'm also a big fan of like um and this is kind of the stuff i haven't heard in a while that that would be nice to kind of um get re-listen to more stuff like this like i love like jazzy hip-hop too and i haven't listened to like too much of that lately for whatever reason i feel like just the stuff that has been coming out that i've been kind of like connected with has been um uh you know everything but but I'd love to get more mellowed out when it comes to my hip hop listening too. So um, this was definitely more of a mellow out um, vibe, which I appreciated. Uh, real quick though, I, I wanna, if, we're, if we're, we're done talking about Masai, I wanted to circle back to uh, the album that we discussed last sidebars, which was Fraud Department by Jim Jones. I finally got around to it. Uh, John, yo, 
That is the shit, son. The fraud department is crazy. I love that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jim Jones for getting older and getting better, man. He's like wine. That shit mm-hmm. was crazy. I loved his last release. I thought his last album was really dope. I feel like he even he, he, this one was even better. That shit, like, Laps Around the Sun, perfect intro. I thought that was one of my favorite songs. The People with Conway the Machine, that's a crazy record. That's that a, like yeah. That album yeah. was nuts. I love that album. So much replay value in that. I think I've had that playing in the car, in the garage, and doing whatever, just in the background. It's just it's like the beats are so good. It has like that like gritty New York. You know what I mean? Like we were really missing that shit. It's perfect for right yeah. now. And, and you said Definitely. it right last time. You were like, this is kind of like that, like, I forgot how you said it. You said, like, this that gritty New York crime shit, but with like the undertone of the pandemic, you know, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're right. Like that has that gritty New York street shit. But when it comes to making bands during the pandemic, which I thought gave it like a more authentic yeah. kind of vibe, um, the shit was crazy, man. You were right. The shit was nuts. Fuck with it. Shout out to Jim. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Drake Scary Hours too. Um, so I enjoyed the record. Obviously, it's only three songs. Um, I think Wants and Needs were dope. Um, Little Baby. Um, showed up on that one uh obviously that that lemon pepper was great as well like i love the um the uh sample on that was dope um it's just kind of funny because I, I feel like drake like really wrapped his ass off and you know just having um rick ross on there was was good it makes sense of why he was on it but um but yeah it was just uh just funny that you know drake just fucking wrapped his ass off and like rick ross kind of just He's all right on it, but um, you, you think Rick Ross mailed it in? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't think he mailed it in, but it's just like compared to like Rick, like Drake's shit was just like, eh. It's just like, right. oh, man. oh man, that review. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all I'm gonna say is you don't get on a track with Rick Ross and you go on some some lyrical rap your ass off type, right? You gotta act like you're too cool for the fucking beat, and that's exactly what Rick Ross did. <laughs> well, it's too cool like, to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like you, like yo, Drake. Like you know, I, I was actually I was laughing earlier today thinking about what I would say about this album or like these, these songs, and I was like, you know, at this point in my career, you know, like to quote like a uh, big body best, but like paraphrase it. Like at this point in my career, I feel like I don't need to listen to a Drake album anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> But that's a lie. But like, <laughs> like, like, I, like I, I really, I listened to Lemon Pepper Freestyle um, on YouTube, actually. And I remember, like, I just had it playing in the background because it came up on one of them, like, you know, like, you know, YouTube does that thing where it just starts playing songs after a while. And I was like, damn, like, this song, like, just, you know, makes sense. But I haven't heard the other two yet, um, truthfully. But it's, you know. I'll, I'll like, say this. It feels it's funny that you say that uh like Rick Ross mailed it in because I feel like um the opposite happened on the record with with, with Lil Baby. I feel like Drake went, but Lil Baby took that record. Lil yes. Baby like yes. washed 100%. that record. Lil um, Baby the re- Lil Baby is the 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 standout lyricist in that whole three pack, in my opinion. Like he did the best on that three pack. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, one thing to note here, uh, Drake, he's actually the first artist to debut at w- number one and number two 
on the Billboard charts at one time, wow. which is pretty insane. So he's that guy, though. He's not. I'm not that. I'm not that surprised. Can, I mean, if somebody like can do it, it can. Yeah, it would be him. So he's like he's like that right. Tom Brady, LeBron James when it comes to music, where it's like you're just smashing records now. It's like it's, what? Oh, what records next? It's like you just stop keeping count after a while. Yeah. Like, like, how are you going to compete with yourself? Like, he probably tied with himself on one and two. You know what I mean? Probably did something where it's like alphabetical that they chose what one and two were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was uh, it, it was the want wants and needs, and then I forget what the other song. I don't think it was Lemon Pepper. I think it was whatever the other song on the record is, but um, whatever he did the music video to. Was it up next or something like that? Mm. But, but yeah. So, um, any last thoughts on that album? Obviously, it's not it's three songs. I feel like it's just like throwaway Drake songs that you know, before the before the album drop. Um, cool. Uh, so let's talk about the Cashy two two times, uh, Baki album that actually just dropped today, which is monday march 15th um man this this record is fucking dope um you know i feel like kashi he's able to whatever record he's on he's like he makes a vibe like even on other people's projects when he's on a record it's usually my favorite song on that album so um so 13 tracks it's a it's a big album um you know he he definitely was vulnerable at times um so props to him for for opening up and and doing that especially on tracks like uh for the family um yeah so honestly dope dope album so thoughts did you guys <laughs> like it uh I, there's a few tracks that um I, I i'm at this point by the way shout out to kashi for sending me this album early i got the i got uh, the jump start on listening to this shit and i like i i feel like i needed it because there's a lot this is a heavy album man like the, not only is the production great um but like uh the content that he raps about man is 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 like he's rapping about loss loss of family members, like, you know, the, like, like how complicated life can be, obviously mental health and, and, and what that does to you when you're coping with, with, uh, you know, grieving for, for loved ones. Um, there's a lot of really heavy uh, themes in this uh, album, but also like, you know, a company with just overall great music, honesty, like brutal honesty, um, which is why Cashy is becoming one of my favorite artists, period, not just like, you know, I'm talking about not even just like one of my favorite artists from the Lynn area, blah, 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 Boston. I'm talking about period, like, because because there's a brutal honesty when it comes to, um, you know, any song that he's on. He's not afraid to, to be vulnerable and to, to whether it be speaking on things or just being honest about a situation or whatever it is. It's like it always seems authentic when I hear it from Cashy. So um, no different on, on Baki, um, you know, Save Us, Sanyi, uh, Feelings at the Door, One and Two are uh, probably the, my top four favorite songs. And then aside from that, every song on this album is amazing. Um, those yeah. four in particular, I really like though. But, um, you know, this is, shout outs to you, Kashi, man. You, you did it, man. This this album is great. I really hope, I pray and hope that this actually gets recognized by like, you know, more than just like the, the Lynn hip hop community. And I think like just, this needs to, people need to hear this shit. This needs to be heard. You know, we got to make this shit heard. So um, 
hopefully, you know, 2021 um, treats this album um, as one of its best because this is a extraordinary effort and also like very shit, man. This is this is one of those records, man. When you're driving around, you're listening to it. Like you, it, it brings you to a place. You're listening to it, and it, all of a sudden, you're like thinking about. You know, you're you're drawing connections to your own life when you listen to songs, you know, like 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 Sanyi, you know. Um, so uh yeah. John. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be for real. I actually had no idea who Kashi was. Um, and I just kinda like was able to type it in and start listening a little bit in between work here and there. And um like I'm actually really, really happy to hear that he's a, a quote-unquote local artist you know because I was right on the same page as you like this is if I was like a like right now like up until literally this moment when you said it I had no idea who he was I just assumed he was some you know already well-known artist this this album you know for the few tracks that I did here sounded like it was well put together it had good production value and honestly the topics and just the feeling of the album was so powerful that I was like oh this is like one of those long-standing albums that everybody's going to eventually listen to. It's kind of like, um, like, kind of like Kid Cudi's like uh, Man on the Moon Project stuff, right? Like it had that same vibe of like it's dark, but like unless you really knew it, you're not going to really like listen to it. You're not really going to know or absorb it, you know? Um, I really like love that song, uh, Long Time Coming. I was like, damn, what a way to start the album, you know? Um, really, really set you in a place where you're like, what the. I didn't know I was expecting this, yeah. but it was, you know, it was good. Um, it strangely enough attached itself to, you know, what I was going through myself. But, you know, this whole album, I think, um, and, you know, just the album cover itself, like, uh, I'm a person who likes the visuals of it. And I was looking at the album cover. I'm like, yeah, this is a dope album cover. This looks very professional. It looks like an instant classic. You know, I don't, I'm not the person to say who, who the dictator. <laughs> what is, is an instant classic but to myself this seems like an album that would make its way into um the constant rotation you know what i mean um and th that's really all i got to say about this uh it's like other than what you guys already said like it's i really hope too that it takes off and you know it's one of those things where like if y'all follow me on instagram y'all know every once in a while I'll just throw up a song that's like i don't even tag the song it's just the fucking album cover and the song itself because it's like you know I was like, there, there's no part of this song that I could just clip and say, like, in 15 seconds, you're going to get it. This is like an album where I, like, I was immediately brought into that, where I was like, oh, this is, like, one of those where you just have to share, you know, something and hope that, you know, just get the word out there. Yeah. You know? I, I always, albums like these, like, when I really feel like it's, like, so, something special, like, this artist, like, really hit on something special. These are the albums I enjoy playing for people, like not saying, like you said, like not saying much. I'm not being, yo, listen to this. Now, I kind of just put it on and watch how people react to it. This is one of those records where it's like you put it on, you don't say nothing. You just watch and see how people react to it. So you want you want to, people to, to, to verify that what you feel is right. And this is kind of that kind of record for me. Like I, I ain't telling people that I'm putting this on. I'm going to sneak it, put it on raise the volume just enough so you can hear it and i'm gonna i'm gonna watch and see how you react to it so um you know mm -hmm. like i said man this is a great one from from uh from kashi um congratulations man I, like i said i really really hope that it gets the recognition it deserves yeah no uh same and i i mean obviously i said this before but kmf i feel like they're gonna have a year so you know i i think uh yeah so Cool. All right. So that is it. That's all we have to review. So that's awesome. the end of the pod. All right. 
Word. So if you guys fuck with us, if you guys want to support the channel, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell button, and then go up and hit all. Uh, that way you get all the content that we put out. Um, you know, keep out for uh, our next releases. Obviously, check out the store, show us support. Um, and yeah, uh, listen to the dope artists that we covered. But um, thank you all again, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Cheers.